Welcome to the TV show show. I'm Brittany High. And I'm Rob Schulte. And this is an incredible ride of a show, right? It's it's a lot. It's a roller coaster. You never know. Sometimes your stomach's in your throat. This sounds like a health issue. Yeah. Well, okay. So we watch TV shows beginning to end. Somehow a lot of them end up being Home Improvement or Dawson's Creek. You know, <laughs> It's, we've watched more than that, okay? Yes. If you're with us this far, you probably know that. And if you're you're not with us this far, then, you know, go to the beginning, start from the beginning, you'll understand. Yeah, I mean, it's not hard to comprehend that we're flying by the seat of our pants, as they say. Yes, Dawson's Creek, season one, episode five. We had to do it. Can you believe we've been with Dawson's Creek for Five episodes now? I feel like I'm practically part of the uh, ecosystem. Oh, I definitely am. I used ecosystem because there's a lot of plants on this show. Oh, I thought it was because it makes you sound smarter. (laughs) Yeah, okay. We'll continue on that one a little later. But for now, let's take a look at this episode. Brittany, what would you say? What are the major points that we need to catch up? Shucks. Uh, the, The mom... Dawson's mom having an affair. Yes. Jen has had sex previously. Oh, no. Joey, her mom has passed and her sister is uh, pregnant with her uh, and she's unwed. Gosh, now I'm just too much information, I feel like. I know. It's like you can't get three stories in before getting confused. There's like characters that have storylines that are just introduced. But yeah, heavy hitters. Dawson just found out. Oh, yes. That his mom. And Joey has known too. And Dawson's just having, you know what? It might be that this episode is titled Hurricane for two reasons. Give me the first one. One, physical. The weather is bringing a hurricane to town. And two, metaphorical. Oh, yeah. Of the hurricane of emotions that are surrounding this Stephen King esque town. You know, this is a lot like it. There is a haunting, and this hurricane is Pennywise. Well, that's deep. No, I just was trying to live up to what I was saying earlier. (laughs) I was like, I buy it. I'm buying what you're selling. But we get some interesting things in this episode that I guess we'll reach soon enough. New characters, Mm -hmm. uh, new histories. But after the previously on, we see Dawson and Joey hanging out in Dawson's room, on the bed, not touching. As per usual. Oh, did you want to go back and read the descript? Oh, yeah, I probably should. I'll just read the description here, and we'll get back into this intro. We'll just dive right back in. Yeah. A season one, episode five, preparations for a big hurricane expose the truth about Mrs. Leary's affair. There's so much more, but that is the big one. That is the big one. The El Nino. Yeah. We find out that uh, school's been canceled. People are not going into work. They're really excited that the hurricane's happening. And, oh, we are met with Bob and Gail on the news, as if Dawson didn't know that was going to happen. Right. Like, he's watching the news and then visibly upset when he sees that his mom, who is an anchor, on the news. Yes. But really quick question... Am I the only one who remembers that the last episode ended with Dawson saying that him and Joey aren't friends anymore and now they're like just hanging out like old times? Am I the only person who cares about consistency around here? Yeah, and it feels like they're just trying to gloss over this time has passed situation. 
You know, like, maybe they're like, okay, we'll pick it up down the line. Kids get over stuff. But do they? Just kidding. I don't remember. I don't know, man. I still hold a grudge from people who did things in, like, fourth grade. <laughs> Jessica Apple still owes me $5. Jessica Apple, get on it. <laughs> Joey then says one of those things that is written and never spoken. What's that? Fasten your seatbelt. It's going to be a bumpy life. Ugh. I don't appreciate that. I don't appreciate that either, and I will tell you exactly why. Why? Because when I was a youngster, I I thought that you could be that quippy, and it would sound natural, and there's no place in hell where lines like that, and I say hell, but I mean earth, yeah. that they go over without like your schoolyard chums like not... Making fun of you mercilessly. <laughs> anyway, we cut to opening credit sequence here, and Joshua Jackson's doing his fancy lad walk. <laughs> Brittany, so what do we have next after these credits? Well, the wind is definitely blowing, and <laughs> it <is laughs> the, it's the end of the world as we know it is playing as their scenes of everyone packing up and putting things away, you know, like restaurants closing the doors and putting the stools inside and that kind of stuff. They're literally boarding up the windows. It's serious. Some lady's trying to pull a suitcase and it seems really heavy. I don't know what that has to do with the hurricane, but... Yeah, where's she going? She's going on vacation. She's like, I'm out of here. It's a hurricane. <laughs> but Dawson's packing up the house stuff and the mom's on the phone complaining that, you know, she's not going to be able to cover the storm for the news station because as she explains to her husband, she's missing an appendage between her legs. Then he's like, well, me and my appendage are happy. I can't, why am I not having a hard time saying the word appendage? (laughs) (laughs) Me and my appendage is happy that you're going to be here hanging out with us during the storm. She's like, yeah, give it to me, Mr. Meat Man. Mr. Man Man Meat, Man Meat. Oh my God. So embarrassed. Yes. Awkward. Getting your TV shows mixed up. But the dad says he's going to go check on Jen and her grandma next door to see if they want to come over to weather the storm. Is that a thing that neighbors do? I feel like that happened sometimes growing up in Kansas City. Like when there was a really bad tornado warning, like we would go to the neighbor's house or sometimes the neighbors would come to our house because, I don't know, there's probably like a, well, we don't really want to be here alone sort of vibe. Well, that sounds nice. Uh, I think it was probably because the parents were bored and didn't want to just sit with children. Right. That's valid. (laughs) But Dawson, after the dad leaves, Dawson is like, I I love dad. Isn't he the best? Isn't he so like faithful and stuff? And his mom's like, yeah, um, he's good. Can you go clean up the front porch, please? (laughs) Dawson, we still have like 30 Adirondack chairs out there that need to be tied down. The waves are crashing at the beach. And Pacey's helping some cop put down no swimming signs. It turns out the cop in question is Pacey's brother. And he said dad's orders. Does this mean that like they're both not working or going to school and dad is having them do this for the community or part that for Pacey and part dad is brother's boss? At the cop store. At the cop store. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, but the whole thing that keeps being brought up over and over again is Pacey saying like, yeah, 
you're gay. I get it. You know, yeah, I know you're gay. You, you remember how you're gay? You're gay. And you're the gay. brother you're is gay. like, yeah, gay. Yeah, just hold on one more second. Oh, gay. But his brother screams, I happen to be the straightest guy I know, which is like. What? That's not convincing anybody. Maybe he's gay, but also Pacey's being very annoying. Speaking of annoying, then they blow into the next scene. Yeah, we were at Joey's house. So Joey's sister and Bodie, her boyfriend, are arguing about if they're going to circumcise the baby, which I guess this is an argument that can be made, and it is, and I understand it, but I think there's more important things to worry about right now. As Joey says, the baby's foreskin actually won't even matter if we die in a hurricane, and that is so true. Leave it to Joey to say what I'm thinking. And bam, we're over at Mrs. T's. Mm -hmm. And Pacey and his brother are there hanging up the sign, and Pacey's brother starts laying it on pretty thick. It is too thick, if you ask me. But the thing is, is that Pacey's doing the same thing in his, like, extremely 90s one-stripe sweater. He's got the scowl down. Oh, yeah, because Pacey gets mad. The brother's just like... What should I call you, Tamara? (laughs) Do you see this badge? Uh, I'm training. I don't know. Maybe he's a real cop. I don't know. Yeah, you can tell by the uh, hat. The baseball cap. Yeah, that's true. Oh, and I guess the car that they drive in. Oh, true. Oh, that it says police on it really big. Yeah, I guess we missed that part. Uh, Back to Dawson's house. Grandma. Grandma from next door. Jen. They're being led into the house by the dad. Apparently, they're going to hang out for the storm. But at first, I was like, uh, where the fuck is the grandpa? Because, like, his aorta collapsed and you're leaving him there by himself, you know? But then they do say that he's in the hospital, which is convenient. But I did. There was a second there that I was, like, privately freaking out. I was like, how do you forget the grandpa? But they didn't. Yeah, I was the exact same way. Dawson's still being a selfish baby, essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, he's had a lot of, you know, like... Drama. Yeah, a lot of drama's going on. I'm not saying it's all valid or he should be judging Jen by her past actions, but he's 15. Well, he's blowing her off, and and I love that she's calling him out for it. But then he says, look, it's nothing personal. I just have a big to-do list in my head. That's actually a pretty smart way of, uh, of expressing your feelings. Too bad no one says that sort of stuff. Well, I'm going to start. Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to really start. We should try taking a couple of uh, these phrases from, from Dawson's Creek and seeing if they work in real life. Oh, well, walk the dog doesn't, it turns out. Yeah, it turns out people are just like, oh, um, yes, you own a dog, I get it. Dawson's mom can't go one day without talking to Bob in an open space. Making kissy sounds. Where she can easily get caught. Yes, she's on the phone with him making kissing noises. Dawson just confronts her finally, and he's like, it's a scarlet letter, blah, blah, blah. It's an A, you wear it on your chest. Another thing that doesn't get said in real life. Right. And you just know that, like, shit is getting... Closer to the fan. Hasn't quite hit it yet. The hurricane has not arrived. It's getting there. But his mom chases him down and she's like, 
look, I goofed, okay? I'm sorry. I love your dad. Let me explain. Which is kind of funny because I'm like, what would she be able to say that would be like, oh, I understand. You know what I mean? But he's really self-righteous about it and he's like mad and stuff. But one thing that you did forget to mention, you dummy, just kidding. At the beginning, the grandma is there. Then, like, Joey's sister and her boyfriend are there. Yeah. The grandma's like, oh, Joey's unmarried sister. It's like, what? Like, you're going to be hanging out with me for the duration of the hurricane. Maybe, like, keep it to a minimum, sasshole. Some of us may die. (laughs) Yeah. And it could potentially be you. You're old. Yeah. Yeah. If this house collapses, I can probably dodge a beam faster than you. Yeah. So, watch out. So as Dawson's mom chases him down, they have a big talk about grammar and if like Bob and I, (laughs) what we're all trying to get to the thing here is Dawson being self-conscious while the mom's trying to explain away her actions. They're both not very chill right now. Hey, me neither. Just most of the time. So. (laughs) Well, that's true. But it is just a let's let James Vanderbeek act sort of scene. Yeah. And he's like. If you want to see acting, you go to the next scene where he is screaming about monogamy and throwing darts. And as his girlfriend, wait, is she his girlfriend? I don't know. Do you even call her his girlfriend? Uh, I'm not sure. They're, but we know they're an item. Jen, she's just hanging out and she's like. Whoa, you know, your mom isn't a bad person. Dawson, what are these magazines under your desk here? (laughs) Yeah, are you cheating on me with magazines? Well, I mean, she's in his room. I know, but they're not like even doing anything cool. No. So anyway, Dawson's throwing darts at the walls and Jen's listening, uh, I guess. How is Jen the voice of reason here? Because. I mean, like, I think she's great. New York. Moves fast. Oh, yeah. She's had to grown up. She's she's like 26 in like real years or adult years. New York years. New York years, yes. Well, and Dawson's like, well, of course you would stick up for my mom. You would understand wanting to have multiple partners. And she's like, wait, what? Excuse me, Mr. Leary. Watch your mouth. She says, not all of us are characters from a Spielberg film. Some of us are actual people. And you want to hear something weird, though? It's like, and and this was really an epiphany for me. I was like, wow, this man, like, really idolizes Steven Spielberg and, like, has this weird problem with, you know, his lack of sexual drive or something. And that was the first time I've ever been like, Steven Spielberg has a penis. Have you ever (laughs) even thought about that? No, I have never thought about that. Now you're thinking about it. <laughs> I am like too much. Like I think yeah, we I'm... should move on. Jin storms out and he throws himself on his bed. And then you hear a sneeze coming from the closet, which is so f- convenient because it's like a chew. Um, yeah, sorry. I, I was, I've been in here the whole time. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> She wouldn't just like come out and be like, hey, dude, that right. sucked. No, it's just like, what? No, I was just sneezing in the closet. It's fine. I um didn't hear anything, but. Uh, no, 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 no. I can't remember what Joey says here. Oh, she says uh, back when they were kids, they used to reenact Jaws in the closet. And she's like, oh, uh, what? We're too old for that. Great. We're, oh, oh, OK. Dawson's being so like. I I don't think I should talk about it right now. My verbal vomit is out of control today. 
And so when she realized that her pep talk or whatever being like, hey, come on, let's play Jaws, man, doesn't work. That's when she says, you know what? Let's just be glad you have mom. And I was just like, wow, you really you pulled the mom card. Is he not allowed to be upset that his mom had an affair? I hate that sort of shit. It's like, let's not try and trump each other on our pain. Why don't we just be (laughs) friends together? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then right before Joey leaves, she turns to Dawson, right? And she goes, you know, Dawson, sometimes that shark, he looks right into you, right into your eyes. You know the thing about a shark? It's got lifeless eyes, black eyes, like a doll's eyes. Slams the door and leaves. Yeah, it was really weird. Well, we're back to watching the news. Everyone in the house is watching Bob on the news, including the mom who's sitting next to the dad. It's very awkward. And I wanted to ask you. Ask. Yes. I'm dying to ask you, do people sit around and watch the news when there's a storm? I think it's like on, but also this is the time where even if you wanted to watch something else, you would have to have like HBO because every channel would be cutting back to the storm. This is your only way of knowing if the storm is clearing. They're like staring at the television and it's just weird. But what do I know? Yeah, it's awkward. But guess what? It does get boring because Joey leaves and then Mrs. Leary leaves and then... They decide to have an uncomfortable conversation. What? Dude, just, you don't have to talk about it with 15-year-olds every time you run into them. She's like, well, Joey, friend of my child, don't worry, I'm going to end the affair. I'm like, why do you, why are you explaining yourself to this person who's not related to the situation? Yeah, I guess she's trying to, like, cover for her own guilt or something. Did you notice that the mom's hair isn't as big this episode? Yeah, it's, a, she's it's bring- another uh, figurative. <laughs> They're like, she's not feeling very big. Her hair is getting smaller. <laughs> for whatever reason, Pacey and his brother are still at Mrs. T's. Yeah, they're, like, hanging out with her because she doesn't like storms. It's just kind of like, yeah, but you're also a grown person. Well, I've got this fridge stocked with Diet Pepsis. Why don't you all take a seat? (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh. There's a big crash, so the brother goes out to figure out what it was. And then Pacey and Tamara, Tamara. Tom. uh, Tamara. I think it it is, like, well. I think it's Tamara. Yeah, Miss T. Who can remember that? They're they're alone now. And that's when Pacey decides to tell her that his brother is a closet case. Quote unquote, 100% gay man. And then they start kissing and fooling around. And he like yanks on her sweater and they fall on the ground and pull the tablecloth and all the food on top of themselves. It's just like, what? Physically, how did that happen? You know? Yeah. Like, she. What? Like. How do we put them in an awkward situation that has no consequences either? (laughs) Yeah. Like, except for like dirty clothes. Like the brother's just like, what a weird situation. Obviously, these two are not, you know what I mean? Like, there's no way he would think that they were in a couple. Yes. Anyway, we get back to Dawson's house and Dawson's dad is still working on this (laughs) underground (laughs) restaurant or underwater restaurant. Sorry. What did she say? 
I just want to note that when she stood up, she had a slice of bread with ketchup squirted on it stuck to her shirt. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. The, how disgusting was that? Like, what sandwiches have ketchup on them? Where did that come from? Have you ever had a sandwich with ketchup on it? I don't want to. I mean, I've had a hot dog, so don't yes. write in. I don't care yeah, about don't. that debate. I'm don't just saying, like, what sandwich with lunch meat has ketchup on it? I don't know. Ugh. Ugh. But please tell me about kelp. The kelp. Yeah, what is this idea? Like, what does Dawson's dad do? At first I thought he was like a freelance designer for like <laughs> restaurants. You know, like uh That's just what we have to tell ourselves. Yeah, but it turns out he is just designing a restaurant that has an underwater theme mm-hmm. that he's going to build once it's ready. Uh, that's what we're led to believe. It looks like shit, does it not? Yeah, it looks like shit, and he calls it the kelp. Oh, sounds appetizing. I think I'd like to go get my delicious meal at the, the kelp. kelp. Yeah. You know how appealing salt water is? We're going to give that to you on a plate. He's like, you can even pay more money to have dinner while scuba diving. Yep. What? Yeah, pretty much. Ugh, but Dawson's mom comes in. I, I thought that was the highlight of this scene. Turns out Dawson's mom wants to admit to cheating with Dawson in the room. Yeah, that was weird. And say it in the most awkward way. Yeah. Uh, like this. She's Well, she's like, you remember how I used to want to be like Diane Sawyer? Well, and you know how I'm not like Diane Sawyer? Yeah, Um, and you know how like Wendy Williams... Well, you know what I mean? You can watch his Wendy Williams. It's like so weird. You're just like, wait a second. What are you talking about? Well, I thought she was going to tell him that she cheated. And then all of a sudden, the way that she tells him is so extreme. She's like, the past 62 days. Yeah. Like, you can, there's a delicate way to put those things. And that might have been <laughs> the least possible way mm-hmm. to put it. Doesn't the dad look extra derpy in this scene, too? Were they trying to do that? Oh, yeah. They, like, cut to this, like, same face. I mean, props to him for being like, what are you trying to say? Just say it. But each time he they would cut to him and he wouldn't be talking, it was just, like, total derp face. Yes. Like, slack-jawed. Anyway, cuts to commercial, which we'll do as well. Oh, did it cut for, to commercial before he, like, had his freak out and he, like, power out and stuff? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. But it comes back and then he's like looking for candles and batteries and obviously doing the thing where you're just like, please don't make me address this right now. And then he throws some stuff and the mom's like starts crying. He's like, you don't get to cry. And then we're like, oh, shit. Is he going to like kill his family and then drive his car into the storm? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Jen's grandma decides that she wants to pop in and see what's going on, and then we cut back to Tamara's house. Tamara. Tamara. She's uh, got the board games out like a good (laughs) middle-aged woman. (laughs) She's not even middle-aged, but she's just like, she's putting on a very motherly role by trying to bring out board games, I think. Mm -hmm. She's trying not to have sex with them, you know. Both at the same time. Yes. Not only because that would be weird and creepy, but also still illegal. Very illegal. The brother's like, 
oh, let's play a game where we ask each other questions like, what kind of food would you eat for the rest of your life? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're just kind of like, what? Uh, She's like, no, it's really about like, it's really about getting to know one another. And uh, look how far I can roll up my sleeves. We're back in some other room of the house with Joey's sister and her uh, boyfriend. And they're still kind of having their circumcision argument. And uh, Jen's grandma is like staring him down. And Bodie, he stands up for himself and he's just like, what's worse, that we're having a child out of wedlock or that we're I'm black and she's white? And then Jen's grandma's like, I'm just trying to point out that your child is going to be labeled as different. And to her credit, I'm not saying that like she has like any sort of right point of view. It totally comes off as super racist because the grandmother's so judgmental. But like, I think if you look at it in that way of like, you know, stop worrying about shit that really doesn't matter and maybe focus on like the problems our society has Mm -hmm. and how you're going to have to address that with your child. Yeah, because people's issue won't be because of whether or not he is dick skin, you know. (laughs) Thank you. Anyway, remember when we ate it, sir? That was cool. <laughs> that was cool. The goat cheese balls were legit. Another quick cut to the front deck. Jen is sitting there on the porch, and Joey comes out. She's like, "What? What's going on?" And Jen says she's gonna take a break from Dawson. But before she could even like take another breath, she's like, "But how big do you think his dick is?" <laughs> and I'm just like, "What? Like, is that a break?" Because. <laughs> Yeah. And now Dawson's talking to Jen's grandmother because I'm sure that's comfortable. Right. But he knows that she knows about her parents or about his parents. And she starts talking to him about movies. She's like, I used to like movies. Good ones. Not like eat the ones you like. The grandma's just nosy anyway. I don't like take her as like being like a peacemaker. I don't accept that. No, 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 no. I don't even think she's that great of a person. No, she's definitely. But besides, she's like, remember how we like movies and stuff? Well, then she still works it around to be like, and you know, God gives us forgiveness. I'm like, wait, how did you do that? <laughs> yeah. Also, don't. My mom just admitted to this like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. You know, I don't need to forgive her yet. I don't have to forgive her this year. If I don't want to. That's so true. We get back to Tamara's house and they're playing Monopoly finally because we're done with these if statements. And Pacey's brother decides to ask Tamara out on a date. And she's like, oh, yeah, but not like a not like a real date. And he's like, well, why wouldn't it be? And she's like, oh, you're gay. And he's like, what? I'm not fucking gay. And pulls his gun on Pacey. <laughs> Yeah, and puts a gun in his face and says, tell her I'm not gay. Pacey (laughs) is unfazed. He is staring down the barrel of this pistol. And Pacey's just like, he does this sort of shit all the time. Yeah. And let me tell you, this guy is the most accurate representation of a shitty cop. Of a straight man. Yeah, of a straight, but like... I'm not going to say every cop would do this. Obviously not. But I think this is a prime example that there are a whole bunch of people that would be willing to use a gun as a uh, exclamation point rather than a tool of safety. Yes. 
Which, speaking of exclamation points, I can't get enough. But if you're using a gun as an exclamation point, that's too much. Yeah, no way. They even changed the emoji to like a squirt gun, so... That's right, that's right. I kind of hope Pacey's brother does not become a recurring character, but I don't feel like he would be in this episode this much if he wasn't going to be. The mom finds the dad sitting in the car out in the rain, and she gets in. And the first thing he says to her is, it's Bob, isn't it? And then he talks about when they first met and that love is a decision and that he had decided immediately to love her. But now he's decided to not love her. And he said, I'm taking the love back and I'm choosing to hate you now, which sounds very healthy way to handle the situation. Yeah. Then he says, I suggest you get out of the car before I physically remove you from it. Yeah, I don't think anything about this is healthy. Do people not understand that just because somebody cheats on you, you're not allowed to, like, be physically violent towards them? Yeah. Well, the mom gets out of the car and the dad drives off. Then it's like the next scene, though, the storm is, like, officially over and everyone's unstorm-proofing their houses and stuff. Yeah, was that fight or, like, speech by the dad supposed to be, like, this metaphor? Because it sounds dumb. Yeah, it was like, wait, I'm not getting behind you on that. Then Pacey and Tamara and Pacey's brother are, like, wrapping up, too. And the brother's like, hey, sorry about the pistol thing. Um, but do you want to go out? Like, seriously, can we go out, though? <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. And she's just like, uh, no, I'm seeing someone. He's like, ah, fair enough. See ya. Do-do-do-do-do. Boy! <laughs> it has nothing to do with the pistol thing. Yeah. But, like, I don't think I would have expected someone to take Someone of that nature who would pull a gun would take rejection that well. But maybe rejection from a woman is like an easy let go for him. He's like, oh, Uh-oh. thank God oh. she said no. Because yeah. <laughs> maybe he is actually gay. We don't know. I don't know. We get back to a scene where Jen and Dawson meet up. Dawson's got something he needs to say to Jen. And Jen's like, nope, me first. You had your time, mister. And she unloads on her story. You know, like, yeah, I told you I lost my virginity, but did I tell you I lost it when I was 12 to a dude who got me drunk and was older than me? And then, like, a whole bunch of other people after that because I was sexualized too young. And you might even say abused, which left me fucked up. And, like, these are getting into the subtext a bit here. But, like, essentially being like, so, Dawson, I'm sorry you're having a hard time, but you have not lived my life and I am not one of your characters. That's right. She says, I'm not a dumb slut, okay? And I'm also not a perfect angel. I'm a person. Which, you know, same and valid. I I like Jen more and more each episode. Yes. Even though she doesn't talk like a regular human like everyone else Oh, like everybody else on the show? (laughs) But she does stand up for herself, and I don't think we... I think that was needed. I'm sure that there's problematic areas, too, but she seems like a strong female in this show so far. Yes, agreed. Dawson is like, instead of just giving like an apology, uh, he goes into this tirade about being like, wow, I'm terrible. You're wonderful. I don't deserve you. And she takes him back. Yeah. But to his credit. He is terrible. (laughs) We get this episode of like rooting for Mrs. T and Pacey, right? So we get to the scene after Jen and Dawson are talking and we evolve into that. But like the same time we're supposed to be sympathetic for Jen and her 
plights and like forgiving Dawson as an audience, we're also like, we feel like we're doing a good thing there. Like we're being good people. And then they like try and manipulate us into like wanting this relationship to happen in the next scene. Yeah. That was, and that just seems really fucked up. Like, does this scene read as like, we're supposed to be rooting for them? I don't know. I kind of felt like that as well because they made it seem so like fun and playful and they're like, Oh, what do you want to do? And then they're like sexy eyes and then they run into the next room. I'm like, well, if that was two consenting adults, that would be, you know, a thing that you'd be like, good for them. But since it's not, it's a grown up and a, and a 15 year old, you're like, I don't want to get on. I don't. Yeah. I'll see it. Well, and also the fact that she's like, Pacey, we're being too, like, she's like, says it straight to him. We're, we're like playing fast and loose with these rules and we're going to get caught and I can't have that but one thing we haven't touched upon is the fact that she brings up like her ex-husband it's abusive yes. but like like stockbroker ex-husband and does she say abusive or i don't remember yeah, I but so. something that was manipulative or something like that and i, I want to know more about that because if that like explains like ptsd that happened to her mm-hmm. that could be I'm not saying justify actions. Of course. But do you remember in like the first or second episode, they said that she went to therapy, which you know is code for crazy in the 90s, in the 90s. Yeah, that's true. Sure. Well, and also, if you remember, Joey already told Jen about Dawson's rifle or pistol size in the first episode when she's like, look at those hands at the movie theater. His fingers are long. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so Dawson's dad is driving back home. Apparently, he was just driving through the hurricane. Yeah, totally. We've all been there. But Dawson's dad struts back in like John Travolta. (laughs) He has some swagger in his step. The mom looks like the Blair Witch. Yes, I was going to say, she looks bad. But Blair Witch does a better job. (laughs) There's these plant things hanging on the screens that look like they're actually hanging off of her body. So I thought they were hanging. I was like, she looks like a witch. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I was like losing my mind when I was originally watching it. (laughs) But she like admits to why she cheated on him. Also not needed, you know, like not now. Wait, wait, did that did that fly with you? Because the reason why she did it, she said her life was too perfect, which now we know that's where Dawson gets his crap from is his mom. Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, my, I'm so, I'm so sorry. And the dad does that whole thing that, like, you never see people do it in real life. But he's like, shh, just shut up. Just shut I feel like he did it for too long, but that was maybe just me. Yeah. But yeah, it's like I had everything I wanted, and so I wanted to want. Bad excuses all around. Well, I guess like the dad is backtracking on the whole I choose to hate you now thing because he's like, you know what? Let's just sit here. I don't want to talk anymore. Let's just hang out and sit here. So it sounds like things are going to. I choose to shush you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. In the closed caption, it really does say shushing. Dawson walks back into his room, and I realize what his room looks like. It's like if you were to design a teenager's room and only able to shop at Blockbuster Video and Eddie Bauer. That's what Dawson's room is like. Joey's also hanging out in his room alone. Oh, yeah, once again. 
creepy. What are all these people just hanging out in Dawson's bedroom by themselves for? I don't know. I'd be like, why are you in my room? Yeah, it's like, this is where I come to be me. This is where I come to uh, walk my dog. So um, why are you in here? Speaking of, would you (laughs) mind leaving the room and close your door on the way out? (laughs) 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 But Dawson actually apologizes to Joey, which I think is a first in the whole series thus far. Yeah, this is a hurricane of apologies. Seriously, it was just like an onslaught of apologies. Um, And then they go into the closet uh, and start quoting Jaws. You remember when we used to quote Jaws? Yeah. And you look at the eyes. What is it? <laughs> Lifeless eyes. Black eyes like a doll's eyes. When he comes at you, doesn't seem to be living until he bites you. We're going to need a bigger boat. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> You're like, why did I agree to do this with this person? <laughs> Are you... I don't want to ask you a leading question. What is it? So I'm just going to... I was disappointed Same. in this episode. Same. In no way do I want to see the next episode the way I have in almost every single other episode of Dawson's Creek. And that's a real disappointment to even hear you admit that out loud, but I do feel the same way. Although, I mean, I still want to watch the next one, just not with as much enthusiasm. Sure. Maybe Dawson's Creek for its first season just wrapped its like first story yes. arc. And they're like, okay, so we've got the people in, you know all of the characters, and they've all been through some shit. Now we can start Dawson's Creek. Does that make sense? Yes, for sure. So this is like the like the preamble to get to know everyone, know that like this is a haunted area, haunted. Ta- what if it was haunted? What if, like, when we continue to watch Dawson's Creek, we take a look at it as being like a haunted well, town, like a Stephen? Well, King it could town. potentially be. We don't know. We haven't seen it. That's just well. That's true. God, if this ends that way, that would be so cool. But Brittany, so we're both a little let down. I'm a little excited now that we're talking about it. Like it could be a ghost, <laughs> like show. But I think we were talking about maybe taking two weeks off before we start up the next run of episodes. Yeah. This is a new show. It requires the support of anyone who has enjoyed it. So all of those reviews and ratings, you know, I don't know, maybe it's 13 by now that we've got for this podcast. God, a girl could dream. If you haven't, please go in there and do that and tweet at all of your favorite podcast companies uh, that you'd like this show to be picked up because we like doing it. It's the only thing I got going for me. Well, that and Quincy. Oh, Quincy's got his own thing going on. Okay, Brittany. Well, this is a good episode. Yeah, I agree. For that, I'm Rob Schulte. I'm Brittany. Hi. And this has been the TV show. Show. Wait, did you cut out or? No, that was great. That's what I. (laughs) That was a doozy.